Hey, this is MJ. Welcome to my podcast. Don't blink, you might miss it. If, like me, you're on a self-discovery journey and you like talking about the law of attraction, food, music, poetry, fashion, women, and anything a little bit out of this world, then congrats, you've found a safe place to do so. As usual, I'd like to start off by saying that I'm not a professional, those are only my personal thoughts and beliefs. I'm only human and I would love for you to remember that I can sometimes make mistakes. Please educate me if you feel like I've made some and bear with me. Thank you so much for being here. If you feel like you need professional guidance, please contact someone that is qualified to help you. Again, I am not a professional in any way, shape or form. Wow. We're at episode six already, which means we're more than halfway through the first season. I am so incredibly grateful to everyone that has been listening to me every week for the past month. Thank you so, so, so very much. Let's jump right into the episode. Today, we're talking about contrast. The whole idea of what I'm going to talk about has been theorized and explained by Jerry and Esther Hicks in their book, The Vortex. So what do I mean by contrast? Why is it important? And where does it apply in your life and in our self-discovery journey? As I was saying, in The Vortex, Jerry and Abraham talk about this idea that you're born where you're going to find contrast. And this idea has blown my mind. Contrast, according to the dictionary, is the state of being strikingly different from something else in juxtaposition or close association. Basically, they explain that you choose to be born where you can find these differences so you can have either good or bad experiences that can lead you to your best life. So let me break it down for you. You have an experience and it can either be good or bad, then several things happen. First thing, this moment helps you recognize that this is not the kind of experience you want to have. So it helps you sort out between what you want and what you do not want. Or it could be like this moment helps you recognize that this is the kind of experience you actually want to have. Um... So yeah, so basically just the first thing, it helps you sort out between what you want and what you do not want to experience. Then the experience you would have wanted if you had a bad one is created into the universal source that they call the vortex. And basically the more experience you have, the more information you send out there, of what you want and what you do not want. So my take was, when I'm experiencing something that I found unpleasant, I tap into that source, that vortex, and I try and find lesson of it for that unpleasant thing not to happen to me again, and try and turning it into a good experience the next time around or this time that it's happening, try and, you know, build a momentum so, so that it just completely changes my perspective on the experience and it makes it from bad to good. 
I think our life is all about perspective. I reckon if you shift your perspective even just a tiny bit, you'll see how things come across very differently. If you don't like what you're experiencing in your life right now, try to either change it, if you can of course, or learn the lesson from it and imagine how it could be better in its opposite and hold on to that vision until it feels good and it feels like this is what you're actually living. Seeing my life under that angle of contrast has personally helped me to take a step back and realize that I was in control of everything I feel all the time and I can choose whether I want things to feel good or bad or just like average and they're okay. Um, It also helped me take responsibility for myself and for the way I feel. Let me give you an example. So in my life right now, as many of you know, I've gone back to work in the gym as a hostess and it's been a month and I have to admit the first few weeks have been very difficult for several reasons. First, I liked living life on my own schedule and even if it's only 20 hours a week, I had a hard time sacrificing those 20 hours to work and earn money for someone else's vision. Second, it's a really tiring job. I walk a lot and my paycheck at the end of the month is felt really low compared to the amount of energy that I felt I had put into the work and into the job. Third, I was also resentful because I felt like I was meant to live a much greater life than this one and I felt like I had to kind of hate that job to attract new opportunities so that, um, you know, like I was like, oh, I don't like that job. Like um, I felt like I had to pretend I didn't like it so that I could detach from it. But that's not how it works, does it? I just realized that I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and on that job. And I have decided to take a step back. Contrast. I remember that I could be experiencing the same thing, but it could feel incredible. Because before COVID, I actually really liked this job. So I decided that this job was a great opportunity for me to earn money whilst not having to worry about my dog because I work when my mom is at home, for example. Then for the days when there is no one at the gym and it it felt like I was losing my time just sitting there waiting for people and just cleaning but not that much and I wasn't really doing anything in my job. I have decided to bring my book and get stuff done, script for the podcast and stuff like that. And lastly, I have decided that I was grateful to have this job because I could also just not be earning any money and that would worry me way much more than to know if my job is aligned with who I am and what I want to be. And it shifted. Allowing myself to actually love this job, be grateful for it, whilst still knowing that this is not my forever job, this is just a side hustle I'm doing to feel safe, whilst I create new opportunities for myself 
and it helped so much. I felt motivated again to just get up and go after my dreams. I know that I am safe, that I have a job that allows me to feel safe and not put pressure on any of my creative projects. And I can even pursue my creative projects whilst on the job sometimes, even though I'm pretty sure I'm not really allowed to do it, but oh well. (laughs) So yeah, just take the ball by the horns and put it on its back and you'll see it's just a puppy asking to be pet. (laughs) I don't know what that analogy was, but yeah, just you get it. (laughs) So yeah, I hope yeah that it helped you understand what I mean by contrast. And again, I just want to say like, Everything in our life is contrast. Everything in our life, I'm not saying it's either good or bad because I don't think that exists, but it's contrast in it's either what you want or what you do not want. And when it's what you do not want, just remember that by experiencing what you do not want, you're actually creating what you do want. And focus on that, focus on what you want and and you'll get it you'll get it. (laughs) Okay, I know this is a shorter episode, but we're going to manifest now. So I hope you took something out from this and let's just manifest. I wanted to talk to you about the course that I've been doing on manifestation. I've been registered to To Be Magnetic and it's been incredible so far. If any of you are interested, they have a podcast and I will link the podcast in the show notes. I have actually taken a pathway membership. So I basically registered to their program to get access to the full courses for a year, but you don't have to if you don't feel like it. I'm just saying that that's what I'm doing right now and it's helped me so much. Anyway, The whole philosophy of Lucy, the woman that has created this, is so great because she based it all on neuroscience and even though I'm really spiritual and I do believe in like cuckoo stuff, there's always a part of me that needs a little science support uh, to fully let myself go and believe in it Uh, because... I have a logical brain and yeah, it's been great so far. Uh, The main thing that she's trying to convey is you don't have to actually pretend to have it or stay positive all the time to manifest. She explained that manifesting comes from patterns that were created in our brains during childhood and the beginning of our teenage years, so basically between zero and seven years old, and that this is our subconscious beliefs that manifest, not our thoughts. So in order to actually get what you want long term, you need to reprogram your subconscious beliefs to actually feel the worthiness, safety and love you'd like to feel. And to do that, you have to look at your childhood traumas and patterns and what you lacked in your infancy and give it to yourself. So then you'll be able to get what you want and actually appreciate it and not live in fear that it may go away. I don't know if she has cracked the code or anything, but it actually made a lot of sense to me uh, 
during this self-discovery journey. And I think this is where I would have ended up because that's how it makes more sense to my brain. But finding this membership, finding this uh, website where she has it all already in a plan, I just have to follow it and not like just struggle like I did the past six months to figure it all out myself, which is really nice. Um, with it and starting it, I have noticed that I've done a lot of work of healing what they call the inner child and searching for where those feelings of unworthiness and lack came from in myself. That's what I was already doing and I was already trying to um, rule out and change those beliefs that were rooted in my childhood and that were in my subconscious, I was already trying to access them and change them, reprogram them right now. Uh, but having found her website and having found this really helps because it means that I have it all in one place and I don't have to look all over the internet for like meditations and how to help myself. I feel much more supported. That's what I meant. I just feel much more supported. Um, so I was thinking maybe this week uh, what I would like you to do is that you could take that things you're the things you're trying to manifest, the thing that you've written on the paper and see what limiting beliefs you have around it. So why did you think you couldn't get it? Was it because you felt you didn't serve it? You weren't worthy of it? Then I'd like you to try to find out when you started believing that about yourself. When was the first time you actually felt this way or what actually triggered that thought about yourself in your life? And try to either imagine someone backing you up, someone protecting you, or someone telling you everything you wish um, would have been said to you at the time. Um, try to give yourself like a massive hug filled with unconditional love and support. And maybe also try to meditate or do a meditation to let go of limiting beliefs. Um, I'll link some down below if I can uh, remember the title of the one that I used to use. Um, and that should help a little bit. Um, you should feel actually a lot lighter afterwards. And yeah, maybe you'll you'll just find and unravel more limiting beliefs and you will just find a way to heal them. This is a hard work to do, but I just want to say if any sort of trauma or anything that was like kind of, yeah, traumatic for you when you were a child um, comes back, just know that it comes back because your brain knows that you're capable of handling it, you're capable of dealing with it and healing this thing that had happened to you. You're capable of seeing that the people that have done this to you actually um, were 
in a bad place themselves so maybe you can forgive them or if you can't you can feel at least compassionate towards them and know that they were trying their best and that yeah their best is not <laughs> amazing but um yeah just know that now you're you're capable of just giving that for yourself and it comes from past experience and that those experiences don't have to come back again because now you don't depend on anyone but yourself so and you've got your own back so yeah I hope this helped <laughs> and I hope you will want to do this work I know this is a lot heavier than what we started with when we started the podcast but that's where I'm at right now and I thought maybe yeah if you're on the journey maybe that's where you're at as well and you needed to hear that. I hope this is um, what you came here for. I would like to move on now to recommendations. Um, so as I said The Vortex by Esther and Jerry Hicks was really great. Uh, the extended podcast by To Be Magnetic that I will link down below. I also have been re-watching One Tree Hill and as I said <laughs> I cannot recommend this show more to anyone ever. Like it has aged so well and I'm still a hundred percent a fan of the show to this day. Even more now I think than I was back in the day. I've even found Luca's basketball jersey on Vinted and ordered it for my birthday. <laughs> so yeah, you'll see me in that. <laughs> I'm also reading about human design at the moment. It's really, really interesting. I think um, I might do an episode on it. But it's really also complicated. Uh, I've started a book called Getting to Know You and it helps me get a better understanding of it. Um, but I think I might get a training to actually start and read it to people. Um, yeah, so I was thinking maybe season two could be about that. But let me know if if you'd be interested in having an episode about it first so that you can kind of get a grasp of what it is. Um, whilst I'm talking about book, I have also ordered You Are the Placebo by Joe Dispenza. So if any of you have read it, please come into my DMs and let's chat about it. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to starting it. And another book that is a fiction, actually, that I have bought, that my mom has bought for me this weekend, is called Happy Days by Adelaide de Clermont-Tonnerre. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, hope I didn't butcher her name. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a nice fiction a romance, I think. And it's going to be perfect for the summer if any of you are interested in something that's that's more of a, um, yeah, fiction rather than non-fiction as I always recommend. 
Um, since it's July, I'll also put the link to my July Spotify playlist. And I'll also put the link to my summer Spotify playlist for those of you who would like some timeless, dreamy summer songs. Um, I'll try also to find some of the meditations that I mentioned earlier. But it's always the same, um, I think, that I mentioned before. So rising higher meditation and... Um, Kenneth but yeah anyway I'll put them all in the show note for you to have access to them okay that's all I have for you today thank you so much for listening until the end you can find all the resources that I have mentioned in the show notes as I said I repost a lot of stuff in the stories of the Instagram that I have created for the show. If you want some daily inspiration, I recommend you follow me on there. It's at don'tblink underscore podcast. If you feel like it, you can also follow me on my personal Instagram. It's at Marine Jando. Otherwise, I'll see you next week for episode seven. And episode seven, I think, will be about divine feminine and divine masculine and balancing energies. If you liked it, please subscribe, share, rate, etc. You know what to do. It helps Likewise Souls to find the community. Thank you again so much. Until next time, I love and trust you all. Ciao.